Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-famous animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey, everyone. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now, as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. Log on to thepetpsychic.com. That's the petpsychic.com for all things animal communication. Go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. Put your animal's photo and your question in today's uh, post, in the comments section of today's post, so we can see it while we talk to you on the air. You can call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. The chat room is open. I'm your producer and co-host, I Kusuhara. Welcome to the show, everyone. How's it going? So, good, good. So little Felix is so funny. You know my little Chihuahua mix. So mm-hmm. he sits, he sits behind me in my chair like all day when I'm doing sessions, like on the yeah. same chair. And now Luca, my poodle, he's thinking, you know, that he wants to sit on the chair too. So sometimes I have like both of them like behind me on the chair. And now, <laughs> now. Felix has this thing, you know, he's like the size of like a prairie dog and he kind of looks like a prairie dog. He has this thing now that when I'm talking on the phone, he will stand up on his back legs and he'll scratch my back and he'll do it really, 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 really fast. And now uh-huh. I, think it's, I think it's super cute. So I don't stop him, but it's totally unruly, right? So like now, now I, because I have not stopped him, he thinks it's like the funnest thing to do. And so now Luca is getting up too. And they're both like standing mm-hmm. on my back. And I'm yeah. like, this is good. Now I've got to tell them they can't do it. But it's so cute. And <laughs> so Felix, Felix is just doing it. Felix, honey, tell everyone why you scratched my back. You want to tell everyone? Because I love you. And I like to play with you. I know I like to play with you too, but it's naughty. It's so naughty because I'm trying to get busy. Do you want to say anything to Pet Psychic Radio's listeners? Tell everyone I'm a magic dog. How are you a magic dog? Because you can go places in your mind? Well, that's so cool. Where are you going? Oh, he says he's going to all the animals that are listening. Oh, what are you doing when you go there? I say, when you're a rescue dog, you're rescued. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Felix. I like that yeah. he's joining the show. I know, right? He's so super cute, this little one. <laughs> I swear to God, like, you know those people who have, like, a million chihuahuas? I know this one woman, she's got, like, seven chihuahuas. And mm-hmm. she always walks them on, like, they're like on flexi leashes and then like leashes like tied together. And then mm-hmm. they all start like yipping all at once. And then they like wrap their leashes like around her legs and they're running after other dogs like yipping and she's like holding them and some get away and it's like total anarchy. But she's yeah. like a yoga instructor and she's like so beautiful, gorgeous, but she does mm-hmm. everything so gracefully. So she just slips her legs like out of the leashes. Like if that yeah. was me, I'd like on the ground like face planted (laughs) it's so funny because like I could be that person because chihuahuas are so much fun I could like really have like a whole bunch of them (laughs) that's awesome I lived with a chihuahua for a long time named Penny she was my roommate Penny I just love that name too yeah she's a little brown like brown chihuahua she's still alive but she lived with the, uh, yeah, she lived with me and Ventura back in the day. I love it. <laughs> all right. To all of our callers, uh, here's the deal. I'm going to shout out your last four digits, your phone number. And uh, when I shout out your digits and tell you that you're on, you're going to tell us your name, your animal's name, if they're dead or alive. Um, and what they look like, a little description, and, you know, what kind of species, age, gender, you know, general information. And then just tell us uh, what you would like to know 
and what the situation is. And we're going to stick to one topic, one question type thing. So no, um, we're unable to meander too much because we have a lot of calls to get to. All right. Is everyone ready? Yeah, and let us know if they're on the Facebook page. They're on the Facebook page. Let me know, like, right away so I'll start looking for them. That's great. Yeah, do that, too. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Uh, 8785, you're on. Hi, this is Linda, and I have Tuga. He, his picture is on Facebook. He's climbing into the Christmas tree. Yeah, Linda, it's good to talk to you. It's good to talk to you. He he appears to love what he calls his dangly toy tree, but I would love to know what he really thinks about it. Okay, let's get him. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Hello, Laura? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, can you start over again? What did you say? What did you say? Yeah. Um, so he was saying that um, he talks to his mom all day and that it's his superpower that he can talk to his mom all day and that she gets him. And I love my tree. When I'm in the tree... I feel like I'm part of it. I feel like I'm part of Christmas. It's like I'm an ornament. It's so much fun to be part of the tree. Because it makes you feel alive. And that you are a part of the celebration. And it's really fun because it smells good too. He said that he helps decorate it. He does. I told my mom like where to put things. It's just so wonderful. It's so cute because it's so festive. He's so festive. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, he's very it. festive. <laughs> I know. I love everything part of the tree you know he's like i'm part of the tree yeah well, that would be accurate because he gets under it and tries to go up it so that would that would be very accurate <laughs> i love how he thinks of himself as an ornament <laughs> so cute what a sweet little guy oh that's so neat to involve them for christmas we got a christmas tree too because i wanted the animals to have a christmas tree and and see more uh she, she, it's like right next to her cage and she, you know, she's the blue and gold macaw. And she was like, she was like, what am I supposed to do with that? Am I supposed to get on top of it? I was like, no, you're staying very far away from the tree. <laughs> you're, not, you're not allowed to play with the Christmas tree. <laughs> and she's, she's so funny because she like, likes it really dark at night. But like I'm keeping her, co her cage like uncovered because I want her to see the Christmas lights and she'll just like stare at them. It's like they like get her like, <laughs> they like bring her into a trance. That's awesome. Oh, well, thank you for your call. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you, Laura. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. That's so cute. Yes. I know a lot of it, I've seen a lot of um, posts and such from friends that they're animals, um, particularly um, their dogs peeing on the Christmas tree, like marking the no. Christmas tree. Um, other ones I've seen is uh, cats climbing up or playing with the ornaments. Yeah. Um, and so I've seen a lot of commentary on things like that. So maybe we'll get more calls yeah. like that. <laughs> My guys did that when they were younger. And, like, Stormy used to, like, sort of grab things off the Christmas tree and run. But, like, Luther and Felix, they haven't done anything like that. They just look at it. Yeah. I don't – I didn't put mine up this year because I've just I, been so busy. Oh, really? You need to go get one. Yeah. Well, I have a I have a um, plastic one that I put up. But, you know. <laughs> 
Okay, let's go to 4647. 4647, <clears throat> you are on. Tell us your info. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Tamara, and um, my cat, her name is Molly. And um, I know you don't work with um, lost or stolen pets, but I just feel like um, these past couple of days I haven't felt her. I feel like mm. she might have passed on. Mm. And um, I normally like um, feel her like in my heart, and I just mm. haven't been able to. And when I'm trying to connect with her, I feel like it's dark. And, um, mm. You feel like it's know. dark. <clears throat> like, I don't feel, you know, like before I was able to feel connection. Mm. And I just don't anymore. So, and I know, like, my, you know, she was stolen. And I know that she was dying, you know, because she was hurt or abused. And I don't feel her anymore. I just wanted to see if she passed. Mm. So I actually don't even do that. And the reason being is that there's just so many different ways an animal can feel when they're lost. And it's not my specialty. And so it's possible that you can even pick them up when they sort of pass when they're not passed. And so um, I really, I think it would be best if you called um, one of the other animal communicators that I suggest. And uh, that, that's... Um, Hillary Renaissance, and her website is calmpet.com. Again, that's calmpet.com. Mm -hmm. And then also, like, Kim Freeman would be a good person to contact, too. And we've had her as a guest on the show, and she um, helps find lost cats. And I just um, feel like, I don't know, I just, you can't say if she's passed on. So no, I don't, I personally do not do that. So you could, I really suggest that you call um, that you call, call Hillary. Just because it's so, there's so many different aspects of lost animals and I don't study my feelings towards them. So like she could, you could feel darkness and you could feel like, like if she's passed, I personally wouldn't feel darkness because darkness, like if they're past, you feel light and like they're mm -hmm. okay. So darkness to me would mean she's under something that's dark. Oh, so, okay. But I, I, again, like, I don't study the feelings of lost animals. I leave that to my colleagues who really sort of dissect it. And it's not my specialty. And I, I, I think it's best to talk to somebody who is their specialty. Um, but I would pay attention to what you're sensing. Maybe she's someplace that's literally dark. Like underneath a bed or underneath a house somewhere in a shed. I mean, it could be anywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I guess I don't feel like her spirit, like strong in my heart. I just feel like I don't know if she's alive. I guess that's how yeah, I feel. Yeah, and to me, that could be just grief. I mean, it, it doesn't, when you say that to me, it doesn't, it doesn't say to me she's actually gone because you could be so much in grief that you don't, you don't feel it. You're having the sense of longing or the sense of her being literally being lost. So mm -hmm. you might not sense mm -hmm. her because you're so distraught. Oh, um, okay. Like if she's passed away, why not feel her in your heart still? You know, why not mm -hmm. feel that? So, um, but that's really something more for Hillary or, or um, mm -hmm. another animal creature that works with animals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So please Thank let us you. know and we'll say some prayers for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's so hard. I can't even imagine going through something like that. So hard. It would be like the worst oh my thing gosh. ever. I think that's one of the, my resistance to it too. It's like I think like, oh my God, like that would be like the worst thing ever. Oh. And yeah. 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 That's so painful. I mean, I can't even imagine what she's going through. That's like yeah, it's insane. Yeah, and David was just really helpful. He posted in the chat Kim's um, Kim's website is lostcatfinder.com. Again, that's mm -hmm. lostcatfinder.com. And she's the pet detective. Yeah, that's cool what Kim does. That's really cool. And all those tips that she was giving, so, you know, about how yeah. to find your cat. Mm-hmm. Right. And she had yeah, that on her website. Yeah, about their temperament. And so. Yeah. Uh, All right. Next we got.
But we have 6442, that's 6442. You're on the air. Please go ahead and Hi. tell us your info. Hi, my name's Laura, and I'm calling um, for about my, uh, I guess you'd be my niece or sister dog. Um, she's my mom's Dotson Nipper, and she is about 10 years old, and she's brown. And so my question for Nipper is, what happened last Friday at Grandma's house? Ooh, why? Would, did she hurt herself or anything? What are you thinking? What no, are, what is it? I'm, nobody was hurt, but what happened was uh, my grandma, who usually keeps Nipper and her sister Kiwi, had um, gone to get her hair done, and when she came home, the, the garage door was open and the doors into the house were open, and Nipper and Kiwi were in the driveway. And so we wondered exactly if they could tell us what happened. Yeah, like how like how did they get right. in the driveway that day? And like, yeah. how did the door how did all the how did how did all the doors get open and they ended up in the yeah. driveway? Because that's an unusual thing for them, right? Yes. They the doors were locked when my grandma left. The doors were locked when grandma left. And normally, um, the girls would have run away. So Nipper and Kiwi would have run away, but they were just sitting in the driveway waiting. Oh my God, that's so weird. Yes, it's okay. crazy. Yeah, okay, let's ask Nipper. Nipper, honey, this is so important and you must be dying to tell this story. What do you think, Nipper? Nipper, what happened? No. Oh, she said that a man wandered in the house and he didn't know where he was. He looks like he has like a hurt hip or something because he looks like he walks with a limp. Do you know who that is? Um, no, we don't know. Uh, I don't know who that could be. I wonder if it's like a neighbor or something. Do they have like an Alzheimer's neighbor or something? I don't know for sure. I could ask my grandma. We, I yeah, know that her. I know that um I know that like two the two neighbors are or three neighbors around her are younger and but they're may I mean I guess he could have been from further away. It definitely looks like like a, like an older man I would say over 65 and um and he looks like he has like a limp and you and limp. he looks like he yeah, he definitely has like a like a, it. It makes me think he has a hurt hip. Like he can't put pressure okay. on his leg, and he looks uh -huh. like he's um, confused when he's in the house. He's confused, but okay. I mean, I don't. It looks and it looks to me like he just walked in. It doesn't look like he went like through a window. And I, no, it does not look like he broke in. It looked like the door was unlocked. Okay. Oh, hold on. He definitely walked in and he was calling for someone. It looks like he went over sort of near the fridge or something or in the kitchen. Is there a hanging phone there? Or is there a landline there? I'm sorry, what was that? He looks like he went like near the fridge, like looking for a phone. And I don't know if he thought that there was a landline there. There actually is a landline there, but he's like... There used he, to be a landline there. There's a landline in the kitchen, but there used to be one on the wall there near the Yeah, bridge. that's what he was that's what he was looking for. So but weird because I want that there. It's covered up now. Oh, that's sort of where he went to though. But I mean it's possible that if he that he if he himself lives in an older house, maybe in his house the phone But that's what it looks like. It looks like in like one of those old landline phones where the cord is like so long, like it's not a yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 cool. where the phone used to be, um, and so we wonder, got a, another one and moved it across the kitchen. I wonder if it's someone that used to live there. No, well, Maybe? my grandma built the house, so they built the house thirty oh, years oh. ago. 
Yeah. He looks like he knows sort of like the inside of the house, but maybe maybe there's another house that's similar to it. You know what I mean? And he was Yeah. Because it's a ranch style house, so it's pretty it, and maybe it's just similar. Yeah. He definitely looks confused and he looks like he's calling for someone and then he looks like he goes out the door. So I he doesn't look to me like he's trying to do I don't think he doesn't even look like he notices the dogs actually. And were the girls okay or did they go at him or did they I mean yeah. we were wondering why you, they didn't what, run away. Yeah, what did you guys do when the guy we were just like, what are you doing? <sighs> we barked, but then he just sort of moved his leg at us. <laughs> then he just sort of wandered away. <laughs> I think it was really interesting the way they were, because they looked like they barked at him and sort of went for his leg, but then they sort of stopped and was like, he doesn't even, like, recognize us. Like, like they knew he was sort of out of it. I would sort of oh, really? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, they didn't, like, it didn't really scare them. They were just, like, bewildered. Okay, so they, because they would normally, we would have thought, attack somebody if they had come they in. Might maybe have if gone, they might have gone, maybe that's why he was limping afterwards. I mean, possibly. They did him. It could maybe. be, yeah. Maybe that's hmm. why he was limping. But I would check and see if there's, like, a man with Alzheimer's in your neighborhood. Because it looks like he okay. was confused. Yeah. So there was nobody trying to hurt them or hurt Grandma? No. That's nobody was trying to hurt them. They didn't, he didn't even really acknowledge them. And I, I feel like he went in, he went for that phone, and then he left. Okay. Well, that's so good to know. That's good to know. And we're so glad they didn't run away because we were petrified that they would have run away if they ever got the chance so that's good good, yeah, nipper. good nipper really good yeah well you got to call us back and let us know if your grandma knows she's a man is. and maybe we will I'll call her and ask her yeah <laughs> call her yeah okay I know. Thank you. all right thanks for your call oh <laughs> i know that's so funny maybe the lynches from them biting him Wow, another mystery to be solved. Oh, by the I way, know. speaking of mystery, after I talked to you, I still haven't found the pink last week about my um, Fenway finding oh, avocados in the backyard. Right, right. Last week, and I found another avocado in the yard. And so, did you go back there and see if there if they? It wasn't. It, it wasn't. They totally throw it over. I didn't see anyone with pink hair, but that's not, the avocado was like on the left side of the house, but Fenway could have brought it over. Um, yeah. But it looked like Did he didn't know that it was there. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and the left side of your house, they couldn't throw it that far either. They couldn't, they probably couldn't throw it that far from the back. So I don't know. There's a lot of animals though. I mean, there's like possums and, squirrels and you know there's um other cats and there's raccoons and skunks Maybe yeah huh a cat probably wouldn't do it but huh yeah. did you ask your friend with the pink hair no i didn't but i don't think that's i mean my i have one friend with a I pink streak in her hair but it's like what happened is the reason why i asked that is like sometimes there's like, like sometimes they'll say things and it's not like totally literal, but it leads to something else. It's almost like a treasure hunt. So yeah, like I guess I should ask. Saying that she could be like, oh, I know the person that lives behind you. Like, even if it wasn't yeah. her, there could be, I, I don't know. So it's All right. Well, I'll check in with them. <laughs> but anyways, just yeah. to say, I did find another avocado and I took a picture of Fenway kind of discovering the avocado. Um, so I'll post that on our, on our web, on our Facebook page later. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to our next caller. Uh, 4079, 4079. You are on the air. Tell Hello. us all your information. Go ahead. Yeah, we hear you. Go ahead. Okay. My name is Maggie, but my sister is the one that posted our picture because um, I don't have access to the web. Um, we're looking for Linus. He's a cat. He's cabbie. 
He belongs to my three-year-old grandson, and he went missing last night. And we oh want God, to know if... So we, I don't do missing animals. So um, well, we just want to know if he's if he wants to come back. I heard that you, you know, you gave another website and everything to yeah. mm-hmm. the lost cats. But we just wanted to know if he wants to come back home. Yeah, you know what? I don't... Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, I don't do lost animals at all. And I stay pretty strict. I stay pretty firm in it because I feel like there are other people that are much better at it than I am. So, um... And uh, call Hillary. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Call Hillary. Um, let's see which. Where's the um, info? Um, it's compet.com. Compet.com. That's right. God, so yeah. Missing yeah. I know. I wonder why. I wonder why we're getting so many. And then there's like another post from the about another lost. I wonder why I'm getting hit with them so much. I don't know, but also um, a, a really great website is the is Kim Freeman's site of LostCatFinder.com because I'm looking at it now, and I mean there's a lot of um, uh, you know information on there. So mm-hmm. go to LostCatFinder.com. That's like a really good resource. All right, um, if you have a lost animal. Go to lostcatfinder.com <laughs> and compet.com for Hillary Renaissance's help because we won't be able to help you other than give you some loving support and empathetic energy. Okay, uh, 7545, 7545, you are on. Go ahead, tell us who you are and your animal and all that good information. Hi there, um, my name's Beck. Um, I've called in before. I've got three cats, Rose, Uriel, and Panda. They're on the Facebook. Um, I wanted to ask them about vaccinations. Um, I've told them to think about it, and I told them that maybe one of them could speak on everyone's behalf or see who wants to comment about it. I want to know if they want vaccinations. Okay, and... um Okay, so who do you think should speak on their behalf? Who do you want to? Maybe Panda can. I think Panda should because the others, um, they're not best friends yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, Panda, what do you think about, and so are they indoor only? They're indoor, but I'm transitioning them to indoor-outdoor right now. Oh, you are. Okay, have they ever been vaccinated before? Okay. Because, you know, I have mixed views on vaccinations. I feel like yeah, vaccinations yeah. seven years to a lifetime. So what you could do for them, too, is do a titer to see if they have their, if they are, um, have the antibodies for the diseases in their system. If they do, then you, you don't even need called? to do It's called a titer, and so it's a blood test that you titer. take to see okay. if they even need the vaccine. Oh, that's so really good. Like, yeah, so but I would be surprised. I'd be surprised if he. Okay, let's see what he says. But I would be surprised if they want vaccines because they're so no fun to get. But hold up, Panda, honey, do you know about vaccines? What they are? Well, I don't want to get sick, and I don't want to get hit by a diseased animal. If I get vaccinated. Can you make sure that I get some loving energy at the same time? Yes. Because then maybe I won't get sick from the vaccine. But I don't But I don't want to be exposed to an animal that's sick if I'm not protected. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. What about your body? Do you think that's good for your body? I think that's for all of us. That's for all of us. Oh, that's so sweet. I would get them, uh, yeah, I would get them uh, their titers done, too. And titers are only for, um, which one again? Is it for, uh, it's 
for I forget which which vaccine that they usually check it for because they can't do a, a rabies titer. I mean, they can, but there's like not very many labs I think that do that sort of thing. And oh, then, oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, but they do have, it. For, we don't have rabies. Okay, so you're good on that. Eradicate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's easy. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's worrying about getting a diseased animal because they've started going outside. Is that why he's wondering about well, that? No, they're probably wondering about that because that's why you would get a vaccine. Do you know what I yeah, mean? That, yeah, why he would get a vaccine. And so then he's going to, well, if the reason why I would get a vaccine is so that I don't get sick from another animal, then, you know, there's probably some smart in that, you know? I don't want to get sick from another yeah. animal. So yeah. Does, yeah, yeah. Does he feel safe outside? He says, "Yeah, I feel safe, but you never know. But you never know." He says. <laughs> I wonder where that okay. comes from. Is that your view? No, I because I've been really confused about it, and just before. I told them to use their intuition to think about it and ask their bodies and I don't know, I did like, yeah, I, I told them it's up to them. So hopefully mm -hmm. it's, it's them. Yeah, I mean, that's what he says. I mean, I personally am not a huge fan of vaccines. So, you know, I, I mm. tend to don't give them unless they're absolutely necessary. But he's a yeah. little bit concerned about it. I mean, that's so... You know, I mean, it's like in the, we're all individuals. Everybody is different. You know, like I would never get a flu vaccine, but there are a lot of people out there that do. So it's yeah. he's just sharing how he feels. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. okay well, thank you. All right. Um, thank, thank you. Really helpful. Thank, thank you so much. Well, I actually want to answer. Beth had, had sent me in a message last week. Mm -hmm. And I want to read it to you, and I want to answer it on the show, if, if you all don't mind. She says, hey, Laura, I have a question for you. Should you ever have the time to answer? Okay. Um, I have these fears about, oh, she says, as you might know, I've been doing animal communication for myself and others, and it's going well, but I have these fears about what if I'm wrong? You know, so I'm asking all the intuitive or psychic people I know, including you, if you have ever been wrong, and what did you do about it? Just asking mm -hmm. for any advice in general should such a thing occur. Haven't been wrong so far or no one has told me so, but I'm worried it will happen one day and I'm wondering how one might deal with that. So mm -hmm. like, I feel like in order to be a good psychic, like, yeah, like we're all wrong sometimes. I mean, we because what happens is it comes through our, I mean, I believe that it's sometimes we're all, we all can get something wrong within the scenario. We might not get mm -hmm. the whole entire, the whole entire idea or situation of it, but we can get some of it, something wrong. So for instance, like how I was talking about how that guy's hip, hip was hurting, right? Like the, yeah. the man that came into the house, right? I could have gotten that wrong. It could not have been. It might not have been his hip. It might have been that he got bit by the dogs, and that's why he was limping. So everything yeah. filters through our consciousness. So, like, I, like, automatically went to, like, oh, he has Alzheimer's, so he must be older. So his limp must be from, like, a hurt limp, right? Mm -hmm. So like, yeah. if you take it 100% and they go and they're looking for him and they're, like, some guy with a hurt hip, some guy with a hurt hip, they may not find him. But if they go, oh, you know, like, maybe he was just, limping because he got bit, then that's a different situation, right? Yeah. So it's mm -hmm. really important for all of us psychics to say to ourselves, we're not 100% correct. You have to give mm -hmm. room for leeway or for it filtering through our consciousness. But the general gist of it should be correct. The general yeah. feeling of it. Like, does that make sense? Like, yes. if there's any psychic out there that tells you they've never been wrong... Mm -hmm. I want to say they're not a good psychic because they're not studying themselves enough. They're not digging deep yeah. and asking questions about, does this feel right? Could this have been, could I have gotten that gone off into a tangent in one way when it should have gone another way? Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The definitely. other thing is, I, like when she asked that question, 
there was this one situation that when I was first starting out that like really, really stuck into me. This one of my friend's daughter says to me, told me, and this is like maybe like 15 years ago. She said to me, Oh yeah, my friend's family used you. And she thought you were terrible because you told her that her dog was not going to die and that her dog did die. The dog died like the next day or something or that week or something. And I personally don't remember the situation. So it could have even been another pet psychic. But but I do know that what can happen, and it really made me think at that time, because oftentimes people ask me, like, like to ask the pet, like, do they think they're going to die? Well, sometimes mm-hmm. they're like, oh, they don't know their fate. They don't know if they're going to die. That dog could have said to me, I don't feel like I'm going to die. And yeah. that family, it could have taken it as the dog is not going to die. But I personally would never would have said it that way. But maybe I didn't stress enough that the dog didn't feel like they were going to die. And then they Mm. died. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes the animals say to me, I feel like I'm going to die, but then they get better. I mean, I've had the flu Mm -hmm. where I feel like I'm going to die and then I get better. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, so you kind of have to look at it that way and sort of look back and I don't know, di- dissect everything. So, yeah. Yeah. I think we're all wrong sometimes. How could we not be right? I mean, we're dealing with psychic space and we're learning. So. Not, yeah. And not even psychic space. Like I really relate to what you're saying. I mean, even in the therapeutic world, this relates just in general about, you know, being in, in touch with, you know, what's going on with you. And like, you always say, like, whenever you get a feeling from an animal, you always have to say like, oh, my stomach hurts. Is that the animal's stomach ache or my stomach ache, you know, or, or whatever, like, you know, there's so many factors involved that, like you said, you have to dissect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is like, uh, like Nostradamus, you know, like he had made all these predictions that were like right on, but he also made a lot that didn't ever happen. And the same yeah. with like Edgar Casey. But you have mm-hmm. to think about it in like the, the things that actually really mean something is going to propel you and your animal or you and your deceased loved one or whoever it may be. Those yeah. major ones should be right on. Some of the little mm-hmm. things, maybe they're a little off. I don't know, but, you know, but what, yeah. you, what, the universe really feels like you should know those are mm-hmm. right on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing, um, sharing that. And thanks to Beck for, you know, um, emailing you and be able to hear that, that side of what's yeah. going on with animal communication. Oh, I should also say this, if you don't mind me saying that, um, that just that question alone is what made me a good pet psychic or a good psychic. Because I, when I was a kid, I might have said this on the show once before, I had two psychics tell me some things that were just so terrible and like were just like traumatized me. I had one mm-hmm. psychic when I was 17 years old tell me that I was going to have ovarian cancer and like within the next year I was going to have ovarian cancer. Now that never happened. But of course at 17 I was totally freaked out. Yeah. So that those those experiences made me really realize like how terrible you, you can like how much how much you have like impact on people's lives. And that's why I say yeah. to people and I really believe in my work and I really believe I'm good at what I do. But I always say to people, like if there's something inside of you that like doesn't feel like it connects I say, you know, really think about it. And like, maybe in a week it will connect because that happens. But if something yeah. really doesn't feel right, maybe it's not right. I mean, it's like you got to sort of trust your mm-hmm. own gut and intuition too. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, and, definitely. And maybe that's your lesson in it sometimes. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I think that fear of mine of like messing with somebody's life, like I was messed with by psychic yeah. has made me really conscious of not hurting people in my work and I think I think that's really important to think about when you're learning this but what you say really does impact people right I mean yeah it's really thinking about I mean with like the laws or something with um when you're working in 
pet, you know, working as a psychic or a communicator of some sort, um, you know, there may not be laws, but there's definitely like ethics behind it, you know, and you have to be ethical. That's, mm-hmm. it's important for sure. Definitely. All right, 5107, 5107, you're on. Tell us who are you, who's your animal, and all Hi. the information we need. Go ahead. Hi, this is Valerie. Um, uh, I'd like to talk to Rainbow again. Laura's talked oh, to her a few yeah, times. Yeah, I Rainbow, yeah. Yeah. She, um, she, I made her a nice little place in the shed on my house to, you know, a little shelter to sleep in and made her, gave her a blanket and everything, and she was really happy, and something scared her off, and now she won't sleep there anymore. And I just yeah. don't know if, what is scaring her away. Um, okay. And she's, um, okay. And just for everybody out there, she's a kitty. Um, okay. She's a feral. She's yeah, my feral kitty. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, I remember that she had some places in the woods too, that she used to hang out, but so, so she, you got her to go into the shed and now she's not going in the shed anymore. Okay. Yeah. Rainbow, yeah. Rainbow, honey, what's going on? What happened in the shed? She said she heard a really bad clanging and it scared her. She said it really freaked her out and she felt like something was going to come in there with her. Do you think that maybe it was just something that fell up against the shed though? Or do you feel like it was like another animal? She says when she looks back on it, she thinks it was windy. Honey, so maybe it has nothing to do with, like, another animal, and I think you're really safe in there. And maybe it was just that something hit the shed on, like, a windy day. Do you think that's what it was? She says now when she goes in there, she's super sensitive. Um, What would make you more comfortable in there? Because I think that it's safe for you. I don't think that there's another animal near there. Would he, would, what? She's saying something about what would help her is if the door is locked open. Do you know what that means? Um, she, how, how, how does she go into the shed? What is it exactly? What's her? Well, there's kind of like little holes for her to get in from underneath. The, I live in a trailer, so there's, there's a hole that goes underneath the trailer, and she comes, she can get out. So she has escape routes. Um, and then there's like just a plastic um, door in front. And then there's a, a sp- open space, so, and she was climbing up on the chair to get in that way, too. Um, so there is an open area, maybe if I closed it off. No, I, I think she wants, and so can that open area, can it swing? Can the door swing? Um, no, but things could rattle out there easily with the wind. Maybe mm. uh, I can go and so secure things that, better. So, Rainbow, honey, would it be better if that main door is shut? Something so that I'm not so scared. Honey, I think that it was just the wind. I think you can really go back there. Your mom would really like you to go back there, and she really, right? You really feel like it's safe, don't you? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, Rainbow, it's very, very safe. Very, the only very thing that's safe. ever around is the possums, and I know she's not really afraid of them. Yeah, no, I don't feel like it's that. I feel like it's noise. Yeah. So, but something about that 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 crack that's opened. But I thought it was like a door that's opened. Okay. Um, but you're you're saying it can't slam shut because she's no, saying the lock. Lock it open. So, um, Rainbow, Mom, maybe will close that door, okay? And then you can have your other escape route. Would that be better for you if that door is closed? And then you can have your... Yeah, I think I would like that better. Okay. So, Mom wants you to go back to school. Go back today so that she knows that you feel safe there again. It's really, really important because she misses you there. It's sad that you're not there anymore. And it's safe. It's very, very safe. Hmm. 
Hmm. She wants like that soft sort of donut bed in there too. Do <laughs> you know what that is? I know, but I'll think it, about it. I actually, it, is, it yeah, looks, there's some that you can make that I've seen online. Maybe I'll make her one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it actually looks like maybe like a really small folded up comforter, like a baby comforter or something. Oh. Hmm. All right. I'll see what I can do. Okay. Mom's going to see what she can do. Yeah. Donut bed. Yeah, donut bed. It's usually something they can just snuggle in, too. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of have, I can picture it in my mind. I think my cat has one. Rosie has one. All right. Yeah, she does. She has kind of a donut bed. Several, actually. She also has a cat condo that she doesn't use anymore. She does eventually. Use it anymore. Aww. No, we're gonna have to get rid of it at some point. Maybe someone yeah, wants it. Give it to it. the shelter, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so eight zero one two, moving in right along. Eight zero one two, you're on. Tell us all your information. Hi, Lauren. Hi, this is Jamie with Big Chief. And we are on Facebook, yeah. and we've talked before, and I just want to ask Big Chief about his right side. He was limping yesterday, and he's still having a lot of trouble with his arm that he's injured, that got injured when he was hit. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to find out what I can do for him to help. Okay, and it was the right side. Um, yeah, so, so which side is it, or the, is it the front leg or the back? It's his front leg that's injured from the car accident. Right. But yesterday, he was limping on the back leg. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Is, your radio, is your radio on? No, I'm so sorry. I'm on a cell phone. Oh, oh there's, there's a, a delay. Would it be better if I like hung up and you answered the question? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna put you on. I'm gonna put you on mute while Laura talks to Big Chief. So hold on. Okay, go ahead, Laura. Okay, so let's see, sweet little Big Chief. I love him. I feel like he's an old friend. Okay, Big Chief, how you feeling? She said, I did something to my mid-back. It's pinching me really bad. He says he thinks he needs something to really fix it. He said some type of machine rolling on him or something. It feels like the muscle is crammed. Oh, maybe he needs um, like a VOM. Maybe. Is, is a VOM, is that like a laser almost? What is a VOM? You know, um, just when they manipulate the, um, you know, when they use the chiropractic little clicky things. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, the activator, we call it. Yeah, 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 that thing. Oh, cool, yeah. Maybe you need to be adjusted, huh? Do you think, Big Cheese? Also, my neck is sore. But I'm still unhappy. He said he oftentimes thinks about me. You do? He wonders what I'm doing. You do? Can you can you tune into me and figure out what I'm doing sometimes? Huh. He says sometimes he wonders why I don't tell people to heal animals with their hands. Oh, you do? And so do you think your mom can heal you with your with her hands? Your hands and the power of her head. What do you mean the power of her head? Sometimes I think she could massage me and bring energy from her head to her hands. Is it Reiki? Yeah, it must be Reiki. You know what's really interesting about that? That he said that is that that's interesting. He must have been tuning into me before the beginning of the show because 
I was snuggling with Stormy and I've been doing like a lot of like Reiki and energy work on Stormy and I've been like more studying it more. And I, I said to Stormy, I said, oh, I wonder if that will ever become part of the show. Like, like I wondered like if I did like doing Reiki on Stormy like every single day, if I would talk about it more. Yeah. And I just said it to Stormy sort of like in passing because we were just about to start the show. And it's funny that he said he was tuning into me and he was wondering about that. So then he must have been tuning into me before the show. Should I get Jamie back on to see if she's any commentary yeah. on that? Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, bring Jamie, you're back on. Tell us your commentary. Well, I would love to help him with my hands. I often, I have often been trying to like pray for him while I'm rubbing him and telling mm. him that I'm putting light into him and everything. Mm. I wonder if where, why he's saying like like bringing his mind like into it or like that it comes from your head to your hands is maybe the head is the prayer. Yeah. Mm. That's so neat. So that's working. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think it's working because, you know, there's something clear that he's been con like tuning into you talking about all this stuff. This is interesting to Big Chief. Yeah. And energy work. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Energy work. <laughs> I love that. It's so neat. Yeah. So, Jamie, keep up with that energy work. Yeah, that's what that is. Praying and like putting the hands. I mean, that's pretty much what energy work is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, All some right. energy there isn't even like there doesn't even need to be the prayer. There just can be like the intention, like with some yeah. like Reiki, you just do the intention, and then you could watch a movie and have your hands on them. But like yeah. he's saying, like that that prayer is really helping him too. That mind part mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're at a very um at a crossroads because there's seven minutes in the show. And I'm not sure if we could do a full-on phone call. So is anyone in the chat room want to ask a question about their animal? If you do, why don't you tell us who your animal is, what they look like, their name, and your question, and Go ahead. So far we have, oh, people are talking. Um, here, Jenny says, please talk to Eddie. Who's Eddie? Eddie oh, lost I his eyesight last week. Do you know him? I do know Eddie. Okay, tell us who Eddie is. So Eddie is like, I don't even forget, sorry, I forget his sweet little breed. But he's like a little, um, a little dog. I want to say like a little Jack Russell mix or some type of terrier mix. Oh yeah, and, Jack uh, Russell Sheltie mix. Oh, there you go. And um, he's had some body issues. Um, most of the time, Jenny has had him, I believe. And uh, he lost his eyesight, which is super sad. So, um, so what do we want to ask him? Like how he's. Uh, Oh, she said that he's developed cataracts this past week, and I think he's confused. She, uh, Jenny, you should check his liver because sometimes when their his li their liver isn't good, they, their eyesight can get worse. Um, but okay, let's ask Eddie how he's doing. Eddie, honey, how are you doing, bud? He says I'm okay, but sometimes I feel shaky too in my body. He says he feels confused because sometimes he doesn't feel like he's processing right. Sometimes I'm getting confused like where I am and his directional gets mixed up. He says where he wants to go and where he goes are two, sometimes two different things. Oh, mm -hmm. Eddie, I'm so sorry. So my mom is really supportive. Like she loves me and she says, it's gonna be okay, Eddie. 
And that sort of makes me feel just like I'm going to be okay. Aww. Yeah. So, Eddie, Aww. you can really get better from that. I just know it. Just, maybe he needs an adjustment. That sounds like he needs an adjustment. So adjustment, uh, check the, what did you say, liver? Yeah, his liver, because with cataracts. And also when okay. they're out, sometimes their eyes can look dimmer when they need an adjustment, but the liver too. Okay, so check those things. We should, we'll check in with Eddie again maybe next time and see how he's doing. And I mean, what an adjustment to not be able to see all of a sudden. I mean, that's, scary, whole, that I mean, be. yeah, it's really scary. And of course he'd be confused, you know? Yeah. Uh, that is so, yeah, that's really difficult. Uh, well, should, does maybe Storm King have any words of wisdom on this or anything else? I'm, I'm trying to wait. Stormy, Stormy. I, you know, sometimes I try to wake Stormy up and I think, oh my God, please don't be gone. But he's not gone. He's just sleeping so deep. Stormy. Stormy, honey. <laughs> Stormy, buddy. Buddy, I'm waking you up for words of wisdom. I'm so sorry. Sometimes I think you've passed away and during pet psychic radio. It's like the third time that's happened. Okay, buddy, what do you think about... Uh... He says, oh, gosh, well, I'm tired. Oh, buddy, quick. Words of wisdom. Two minutes, 43 seconds. Have, Come on, buddy. I in my head, he says. I want to talk about therapy. You want to talk about therapy? I think everybody needs to go. Do you think you don't have problems? But you really do. And when you look at your problems and the way that you were raised, you learn that you could actually do things better. And then you don't have to carry any negativity into your future. And you can make smart decisions. Do you want to give an example about you? Yeah, I do. When I was little, I lived with a wolf dog. Her name was Maya. And she was really rough with the cat. And my mom said, no, leave it really firm. And so then I thought cats were bad. And I thought looking at them was bad. And now my mom always says, you've got to snuggle with a cat before you die. And I've been really trying hard. And now when I look at cats, I have to remind myself I can do it. And now I'm changing. And I'm snuggling. And it feels good. And everybody has something they can change. Oh, that's a good one, huh? Great one, Storm King. And it's so true. Maya totally wanted to kill my cats and she was so fast and quick. And so I did. I was always saying leave it. And he was just a little puppy. And not that he's not friends with the cats if he can walk by them, but he doesn't like snuggle with them. You know? Right. He yeah. All right. Well, um, next week, will we be here or no? Um, what's next week? Is it Christmas? Is it next week a holiday or something? Is Might it? Be Christmas. It is Christmas. So I don't think we'll be here. Uh, we'll be here. Merry Christmas, All right. everyone. Happy holidays. Bye, everyone. Talk with the animals. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.